Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 36. All right. So uh, everybody, um, my guest today, you, you know her, you love her. Uh, last time she was on, she was on Christmas, the Christmas special part one, which was amazing. We got a lot of feedback from that um, just in terms of the unique flair that it had. And that's, that's really a nice taster of kind of where we're going to be going in the future. But, uh, my guest today is a singer songwriter, a musician. She's the drummer for the 11th hour program at church international. Let's welcome my guest today. Our sister from another Mr. Krista J. Bullock. Hey, shalom. 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 Oh, what's up? Hey, it's so good to have you back on the show. Oh, it's good to be back. You are another year older since the last time I saw you. I I am an, another How does it year feel? wiser. It I feel I feel wiser. I feel yeah. uh <laughs> you know How old I, are you, Jim? I am 36 years old. And you yeah. don't look a day over 30. Yeah, well, thank you. If you I'm I'm getting gray. I'm getting gray, but uh I'm deciding to embrace it. Uh, yeah, you know, because it's just why not? So, well, I enter uh, my thirties in August of this oh year. Oh my so goodness! Well, that's that, exciting. That, that's the big three zero. So, well, yeah, I got got this last run of my twenties. Yeah, how do you feel about it? Are you excited or? I think so. Yeah. So far, my life has only gotten better as I've gotten older. So Amen. Uh, yeah. I can only look forward to to getting uh, older. So I, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. The 20s, yeah. have, they've been good. They yeah. the, the latter part of the 20s have been better than the former. So yeah. in that scriptural, your latter yeah. will be greater than the former. That's right. So Amen. I'm, I'm going for it. Amen. So I had a question because it was yeah. I said it in the intro. Um, have you, have you had any other, uh, singer songwriter ventures as of late? Or is that kind of on hold? Are you doing that kind of just on the side? What's, what's going on with that? Um, I have, uh, I've been writing a lot, uh, behind the scenes. I have a lot of music that the Lord allowed me to write and record right before the pandemic broke out. And so it was like a it was like it's really in one one day maybe maybe you can hear me tell that story or go into it but it's a yeah. really cool supernatural way that god um allowed me to do this and you know looking at it like back then i was like well why has nothing ever happened with this like why can't i put it out or anything like that and now looking back at it there would have been no way i could have gotten it done in mm-hmm. the past year and a half so it was like the lord allowed me to write songs from the future awesome, and it, and you know record them and everything and i believe that they are set for a certain time and awesome. so we'll, we'll just see where you know where god takes that and what he wants to do with it but at at the moment i i am still writing um i write with some friends and um i mean we've written some pretty good stuff yeah. but uh we, we just got to see you know, where, where the Lord wants it. And if I've learned anything over the last year and a half, it is just trust the doors that God opens for you right. and trust his timing and, and just go where he wants you to go. Even if it doesn't look like it's exactly where you want to be at the moment, right. it's better. Oh, yeah. So I, I've learned okay. that. So 
whenever that happens, you know, I'm, I'm good. But right now, man, I, I like beating the drums. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with it. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> and how many, you, you play more than just the drums, correct? I do. Yes. Yeah. What instruments do you play? Uh, so my two main are, uh, guitar and, and drums. Those are, those are my two, uh, main instruments. I can play bass. Um, I can, I can play a little bit of keyboard. Uh, not, I hope to learn a whole lot more. Um, I can fake somebody out and, you know, like <laughs> sit down and, and do a couple things like a party trick, make you yeah. think that I know how to play, but, uh, yeah. really, I don't know where any chords are. Uh, I just know like which number on the keyboard, like makes this sound. And so yeah. I'll go to it. And, but I, I've got a friend of mine who I'm telling her the next time I go see her that she's going to have to teach me some more. So awesome. Awesome. she's, she's going to be watching this. So I'm, I'm going to remind you right now. Okay. Teach me more on the keyboard. There we go. She'll hold you accountable. There <laughs> yeah, we go. Yeah, well, that's exciting. I mean, I know that everybody watching is like, ooh, I can't wait to hear the sounds she releases. So um, we'll, we'll be waiting with bated breath uh, oh, for that. Well, that me too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and I think that's a really good, um, really good point that you made. Um, yeah, but I think that's a great lesson that I think, and we've kind of talked about this in the past couple of weeks on Elijah Fire, just kind of you know, weaved in and out of this topic of, of, of waiting, not forcing something to happen and, and waiting for the Lord's timing and being content with where the Lord has us. And, and I know that sometimes there's a lot of, especially in young people, there's this burden to be like, am I, am I supposed to wait? Am I supposed to pursue this thing? And, and there's a lot of anxiety that comes from that. And I think the, the times when I was really supposed to go after something, I had a peace about it. There wasn't an anxiety about it about yeah. going okay am i supposed to go after this hard okay yes i am okay let's do this um and i think that that's a good indicator for people sometimes yeah. if you're like you feel that burden that anxiety to to be like oh should i be doing this should i not um uh just take that burden off yourself people like it, it and just delight in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart okay. um and yeah so Good stuff. It'll change your life. Yeah. It, yeah. it really will. It'll change yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so, man. So Yeah, well, so let's let's get into this. You you yeah. uh, had a message on your heart. And I'm kind of just going to open it up for you to just go into it and then we'll just see where it goes. Okay. Well. Yeah. Well, I want everybody to agree with me in faith that I get said what God wants me to say mm -hmm. today to everybody that will come across this today. And mm -hmm. you know, I just pray that that what I say, that it, it sinks deep in the hearts of those that are listening. You know, I pray that God give us eyes to see and ears to hear so that we can learn his word together as a family. And I pray that our minds are alert and our hearts are receptive. And after this show, we will never be the same mm, in amen. Jesus name. Praise amen. God. Yeah. Um, as when I got the, the message that you guys wanted to to have me back on the show. Uh, the Lord had been speaking to me on a, on a specific subject actually for a little while. And, um, and it was actually a message that I had preached uh, two years ago. And, and I was actually tossing up between two of them. And the Lord, I said, 
Lord, when when do you want me to to share? There's obviously a reason why you were wanting me to touch on this again. Some something is up. So I was like, when when do you want me to share this? When do you want me to share this? And I was actually in my hotel room in Texas, and the Lord told me this was before you even asked me to be on the show again. And the Lord said, you'll talk about this one on Elijah Fire. Wow. And you'll talk about this one at church. Amazing. And I was like, okay. So immediately when I got the email uh, that you guys wanted to have me back on, I I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about. So I asked the Lord to kind of help me um, go, go through the notes again and, and, and refresh and reveal new things to me because every, every time he gives you something, he's going to reveal something new to you. It's never going to be the same way every time. Mm -hmm. And, and this actually really ties into what me and you were talking about, about waiting on the Lord and, you know, things just don't think about things that didn't work out. And, and I think this is going to tie in really well, but the Lord spoke to me about putting your past to rest, put your past to rest. And, and I want to start out, I had this dream. Uh, I've only shared this probably a, a couple of times and I, I shared it once uh, during a church service, but you know, not a lot of people have watched that, that church service because this is like two years ago. And I probably am the one who's watched it the most out of everybody, but the I had this dream and it's so crazy because I remember it to this day. It's it's that clear. And I had this dream that I was in this like this little quaint town. And it kind of it kind of reminds reminds you of something at Disney World, like in the Magic Kingdom or, yeah. or something like okay. a like a little village, you know, mm-hmm. and uh kind of reminds you of it. If you got to put it in uh, in the actual world, it kind of reminds you of something like that might be in Germany, like the architecture okay. of everything. Yeah. So it's this quaint little town and uh, this this little village, and there was this music store that was there. And the Lord told me, now in my dream, the Lord is speaking to me audibly. He's talking to me like he's narrating my steps in this dream. And he said, I want you to go into this music store. So I went in. He said, I want to see that little nook over in the corner. And it had like this beautiful glass window. It had like this bench that had pillows on it. It had some stools around. He said, I want you to sit there. I want you to play guitar for a while. I said, okay. And so I began to just, I, I grabbed it. You know, obviously there was just like an acoustic guitar there. So I just picked it up and I started playing it. He said, now I want you to sit. And just watch. And I said, okay. So I noticed it's a very small store. And all these guitars are hanging on the wall. They're all the color black. And there was only two employees that were there. And I noticed these employees, when they turned around, one had shoulder-length black hair. And the other had a shaved head. But the one with the shoulder-length black hair, he turned around. And he only had half a face, only half a face. And the only half of the face that I saw was like distorted. Like it almost kind of reminded you of like the scream mask, Mm -hmm. but you know, with the long, uh, the long mouth. And Mm -hmm. then the other guy looked like your classic, like walking dead zombie. 
Okay. I mean, that's just what they looked like. And so I'm sitting here in the dream and I'm freaking out because I'm like, I don't, me personally, I don't watch any horror movies. Mm -hmm. I don't watch anything to do with, with anything like that. I don't watch The Walking Dead. I've never seen Scream. I just know what the mask looks right. like. Yeah. You know, I've I've maybe only seen four horror movies in my entire life and I paid for them terribly. Like I I paid for it. I I did it out of pure rebellion. Just like, oh no, this isn't gonna bother me. Right. Like I've heard all my life, don't watch these things, but I've What do I they know? It. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What do they know? It's not gonna affect my life. Oh, I've been and, there. Yeah. And then after I watch it, you know, either I don't sleep for days or you know, I I thought that every like hole in the wall, every hole in the floor, I thought the girl from the ring was gonna come out like and, oh, and terrorize yeah. me. And it was all because of out of rebellion and I, mm -hmm. I watched those stupid movies and, yeah. you know, so those are the only ones I've literally ever seen in my yeah. life. And so I'm sitting there in the dream and I asked God, I said, God, why, why am I here? Like, is, is this okay to be here? Like, uh, I don't, I, I don't want to do anything wrong. He said, it's okay. I'll just want you to stay and watch. So I'm like, okay, I'm in here with some zombie employees. Like this is, this is freaky. You know, what, what is the deal? And I began to watch people come in the music store then they would go out. They would come in, they would go out and they were buying these guitars off the wall and everything was just real silent. And they would come in and they would go out, come in, go out. And then all of a sudden this guy that I knew walks in and I he caught my eye obviously because I knew who he was well he comes in the door this way well all of a sudden his ex comes out of the back room hmm. and I'm sitting there and this is not a good situation because their relationship ended in disaster like it was it was doomed from the start like it was something that was not of God it shouldn't have happened and by the grace of God, they both got out of it, you know, and so they're, they're meeting, they're coming to meet each other. And all of a sudden he reaches out his hands to grab hers. And he said, you know, he starts professing his love to her and all this. And I'm sitting over there like playing guitar. My eyes are big. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, you are making the biggest mistake of your life. I'm like, what? don't go near her like what what is yeah it's a great friend of mine so I, I you know I do care for him deeply and so I, I was just like oh oh my god I was like what what are you doing and of course he can't hear me because it's a dream and I'm right. screaming at him and I want to tell him you are an idiot like do, <laughs> what, what what are you doing like do yeah. not go near her oh. and and I just began to watch this I was like God, he is literally making the biggest mistake of his life. And, and I, I just sat there and I kept playing. And all of a sudden the Lord told me, he said, okay, now you can leave. So I was happy to leave. That, yeah. That yeah yes, store. please. Like I was, I was like, okay. Yeah. So I, I left. And as I'm walking through this village, I heard the voice of God speak so plain to me. He said, do not try and resurrect something 
that is already dead, gone, and in the ground. Wow. And I heard it so plain. And I was just stunned in my dream. And obviously, here I am two years later and can still hear it. I can still see it. Just like I'm looking at you, just like I'm hearing you. Mm -hmm. I heard him say, do not try and resurrect something that is already dead, gone, and in the ground. See, those people coming in and out of that music store, those guitars rep represented things that were dead. Mm -hmm. The employees represented things that were dead. They looked like zombies, one with mm -hmm. half a face, one mm -hmm. looked like the walking dead. They represented things that were dead. See, that relationship that my friend walked in, that relationship was dead. It was gone. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was already out of sight. And it, it didn't need to come back. But too many people were walking in that store, buying dead things off the wall and taking them out with them and taking them back into their lives when they had no business going back with them. They were already dead and gone. Wow. And they were just coming in and buying them. And so the Lord told me, he said, you cannot resurrect something that's already dead and gone. He said, do not try to. Do not try to do this. And see, too many of us try to resurrect things from our past all the time. And see, this is what is holding you back from reaching your future. And I believe that we need to know this now more, more than any other time. And the Lord spoke to me when I woke up from that dream and he sent me to Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. He said, remember you not the former things, neither consider the things of, of old. Behold, I will do a new thing and now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And so I began to learn the power of putting your past to rest and letting it go. See, in this life, when we physically lay somebody to rest, there's a saying that everybody says, rest in peace, RIP, rest in peace. Well, we need to use that to our past and say, RIP, rest in past. You need to rest in the past. Tell your past to RIP, rest in the past, and mm -hmm. don't, don't come in, into this life right now. Because one of our biggest issues is, see, a lot of people get hung up. We get hung up on good memories, and, and that's the good side of things. We get hung up on good memories. And then we got people that get hung up on bad memories mm -hmm. and things that, that have happened, things that you wish you had back, things you wish you could do again on both sides, on the good mm -hmm. and the bad. You yeah. wish you could relive the good memories. You wish you could relive the good times. Then on the bad side, you've got, oh, I wish I had never done that. I wish that, that this person had never done that to me. I wish I would have never got connected with that person. All of this, you've got the good and the bad. But the one thing that they both have in common is that they come to an end. Mm -hmm. You can get to the edge of every single memory, the good and the bad, and they both end. They're not currently going on. 
they all come to an end. And that's the harsh reality that we have to live with is that our past comes to an end. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. And see, that is, that is what we have in common all across the board whether believers, whether not believers, no matter your age, no matter your gender, no matter your background, no matter what it is, you have a past. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a past. Mm -hmm. And at some point, we have to let that past go because if not, it's going to creep into our present. And then if you let it, it's going to creep into your future. Mm. But see... God don't live in your past. Mm. God lives in your future. That's right. The enemy lives in your past, constantly accusing you, constantly bringing things up, constantly trying to, to resurrect things, constantly trying to bring things up into your life. And what he's trying to get you to do is put them in your present so that you push them into your future mm. because he's not there. And the only way he can get into your future is if you put him in your future. That's right. Well, where is the enemy? Well, he's in your past. But if he can get you to push your past into your future, he can get there. Mm. But at the moment, the only person who's in your future is God. There's no, there's no sin in your future. It's the only place in your life where there is literally no sin at all. Mm. And it's in your future. And that's because you're not there yet. Yeah, you're not there yet to mess it up. You're not there yet to put anything in it. So God is there. He's perfect, full of life. He's got your destiny out in front of you and he's in your future and he's literally doing this. Come on, come on, come on. I'm calling you. But too many of us want to take the past behind us and drag it with us into the Mm. future. And number one, all that's doing is slowing you down. It's slowing everything you're doing down because you won't let something go. And then number two, those things that are of old, you're supposed to forget them, number one. That's what Mm. God said. He said, forget the things of old, but they're gone. Mm. They're gone. They literally have no life in them whatsoever. So you are dragging a dead thing into your future. Or you're trying to drag it into your present but it's going to try to push into your future. How's it going to do that? Well, a lot of people, you know, a lot of relationships end because somebody can't let their past go. They can't let it go. Maybe they've been hurt in the past. Maybe they've been severely abused in their past. Maybe they, their past was a horrifying place and it has literally scarred their mind. And they cannot see a way out of it. It's just, it's hurtful. They remember it all the time. The enemy uses it to drag them down. Well, if it's a person, they'll start treating the person that they're with as the person that hurt them in the past. They'll start taking all those past hurts and everything out on the person that they're with. And the person that they're with is like, I'm here to go into your future. But you won't let the past go. And before long, it's going to destroy your present relationship, which is going to destroy your future relationship. 
So the Lord's really been dealing with me and talking with me. You know, I preached a message Sunday called this past Sunday called protecting the soul, which is your mind, your will, your emotions. Mm -hmm. A lot of protecting the soul is forgetting the former things and forgetting the things that are in the past because you're constantly bombarding your soul with past things that don't even, they're not even alive anymore. They don't even exist. Yeah. But your mind, your will, your emotions, it affects them all. And so we have to do what the scripture says and forget the former things. Mm. And God says, see, I'll do a new thing. But too many of us don't want to, they don't, we don't want to see the new thing. Mm -hmm. We don't want to know what the new thing will look like. Forgetting that God is perfect and God is love and God is everything that you could, it, we just dream of being. Mm -hmm. And when he says, I'm, I'm going to do a new thing, we, oh, God, no, I don't want the new thing. I don't, I don't want the new thing. Will I like mm -hmm. it? And, you know, we become scared of the new thing. And I'm like, you're going to like it a whole lot better than your past. Yeah. Because if he tells you to forget the former things, then there's a reason for that. Right. And so the, Lord, the Lord's just been really laying it on my heart lately. Let the past go. Mm. And so that that's that's what I've I've been really just almost bursting at the seams to talk about is people, mm. you know, speaking of, you know, Disney, Elsa, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Like <laughs> you've got to let it go. God was trying to tell us, let it go and yeah. move on. Yeah. And so we, if we're ever going to move forward, got to let it go. Yeah. And I call. um like even just going back to, I know that there's some people you are being held prisoner by uh, nostalgia and by, um, you know, remembering old memories because maybe your present life doesn't look the same and you're remembering these good things that happened and you don't feel like anything right now is, is measuring up. And whenever I get like memories and I look at them, like, oh man, that was like, that was an awesome time in my life. That was like, you know, the quote unquote good old days. Like that was, you know, this group of friends, what we were doing, especially my time yeah. in missions. And I just, I call those whispers of heaven. Um, whenever yeah. I have a moment where I'm just like, it was absolute bliss. I go, just imagine what heaven is going to be like. And God is marching us one step closer yeah. every day to that. And, and God wants, I mean, this is, this word is, is great, Krista. Um, and oh, what does that yeah. process looked like for you in walking out this, letting the past die? Ha have there been moments that you had to face and go, nope, that, that's, that's, that, that's from yesterday. That's not today. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, um, when I was a teenager, um, I was in my very first serious relationship <laughs> and it was, I mean, it, it was, nobody could tell me that I was not in love with mm -hmm. this person. Yeah. Like this, this was, this was my, my first love. You know, I, I just knew we were going to be together, you know, forever and ever. Amen. And it ended. And when I say terrible heartbreak, I'm talking like rip my heart out, Ooh. tear it into pieces throw it up underneath a truck and then what's left of it, run it through a shredder. Mm. Like it, yeah. it ended. And anybody that knows me and was there at that point in my life know that that's true. Yeah. 
they can mm-hmm. witness to that. And it it was just, it was horrible. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, and there was no way he was coming back into yeah. my life. Like there was, there was no way like that, that, that was over. And the way it was yeah. done, there was no closure. There was nothing like there was no goodbye. There was, there was nothing. It just was a disaster. And my, that was the first time, probably only time in my life where my heart has just legitimately been broken. Yeah. And I carried that around with me for probably five to six years. Mm. And, and it was just like a situation where I would, I mean, I would think about him every day. There was not, there was not a day that went by. Not, now, whether or not I thought about him 24-7, he would always come in, in my mind somewhere. Mm-hmm. Some, some way, somehow, there was always something. And, and another problem was that we ran in the same circles at that time. Way more and, <laughs> and so we ran in the same circles, and mm-hmm. it was like I would have to see him mm-hmm. from time to time and it was a situation I couldn't get out of. Mm-hmm. It was like, because we were both in the same career field. And so it was like, you know, well, do you put your call first or do you put running away from that first? So mm-hmm. I would still have to see him. And so it would just make it worse. Like I would think that I was free of that. And then all of a sudden I would see him and it would just, everything would just hit again. And I would cry mm-hmm. myself to sleep. I mean, it was just, it was just horrible. Awful. Yeah. And awful. yeah, it, it, it really was, it was a nightmare. And yeah. so I carried this around with me for probably five to six years and maybe even longer. And I would just pray. I'd be like, you know, God, I just want this gone. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I can't, because all I could think about were the good times. Mm-hmm. That's all I could think about. Yeah. You know, I was like, I just want this back in my life. I was like, I want this back. I said, you know, I remember the way, the way it felt, you know, I I remember what it felt like being around him. I remember what it felt like to talk to him. I, you know, all these things. And you just remembered all those things and your mind would live in the good times and the good memories. But then you would come to the harsh reality that it's gone and that's not coming back. And, you know, and we think, too, at times we're like, oh, if we could just have these good memories back. Oh, if we could just be Mm. with this person again, if we could just go back to this person again, it would not be the way that it was because Mm. that was for a certain time Mm -hmm. and that time is gone. And so you've got to move forward. Well, one one night, this was years later. I'm talking years later. I knew that there was never going to be any kind of face-to-face closure. I knew it was going to have to be something supernatural, like God was going to have to intervene. And one night I had another dream and I had a dream that I was at this gas station in the middle of the night. It was snowing outside. And I remember I was getting, I was leaving the gas station and I was getting on um, our bus that we have. And at the time, we didn't have this bus. And so it was me now. I looked like myself now. Oh, wow. But I saw him. 
at the gas station. And he looked like himself then. Mm. And I said, and I was walking to the bus and all of a sudden I heard Krista and I turned around and it was him. And he said, or, you know, I just said, you know, hey, how's it going? You know, how you doing? Whatever. Trying to Yo, end bro. the conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, I just want to apologize. Wow. And I want to ask you to forgive me for That's the amazing. way I hurt you and the way I broke your heart. I mm. should have never done that. And I would like to ask you to forgive me. Well, in my dream, I forgave him. And I, I told him that I for, forgave him and all, all is fine, hold no malice or anything. When I woke up from that dream, I was completely free of that entire situation. I Come was on. free of the whole thing. My heart was mended. See, I had gotten to the place where I, I believed that love did not exist for me. Like that it was, it was wow. over. Like I, I didn't yeah. believe. And, and it was all the enemy. He had just gotten mm -hmm. in there and gotten in my mind. You know, I didn't believe that that I was ever supposed to be happy, like in a relationship someday. And but when I woke up from that dream, everything was gone. I, I was free of him. I've never thought about him in that way ever again. That's amazing. Ever again. You know, if somebody ever brought up his name, I would say, you know, I, I hope that they're doing well. I hope mm. that they're doing what God is calling them to do. And I meant it with all my heart. But the reason why I bring all that up is because how long did I spend? What was waiting for me in that five to six, seven years that God had waiting on me to bless me? I'm not even saying a relationship, mm -hmm. but what if it was? Right. What if it was a relationship? Yeah. Or what if it was other things yeah. that God had waiting for me along that path? But I was so hung up on the past. And I could not let it go. Oh, man. I couldn't give free of it that mm. I missed everything that God had for me in that time frame. Wow. And wow. so, and then once you realize that, then the enemy will start coming at you and say, well, what, what would your life look like now had you not have missed this? Right. What did you miss? Maybe the man of your dreams was waiting on you and you totally missed him. And now you're never going to meet him again. Like, you know, such and, lies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just such lies. And yeah. I'm just putting it in these terms because this is my own personal situation. Sure. Of what happened to me. But it's so many other things. It's like, is it a dream that maybe you gave up on and and that you didn't see through? Maybe it's it's a, you know, a past failure that, you know, you made a mistake. And you maybe know that you shouldn't have done this. And you're just the enemy just pounds on you and pounds on you and beats on you every single day. And he tells you, what what did you miss in those years? Yeah. Though all those years, well, this uh, happiness could not possibly be for you. Joy is not in your life. It's not waiting for you. You don't deserve this. Don't you remember mm -hmm. how you hurt this person? Don't you remember the look on their face when you said that? Don't you remember the tears that rolled down their face? And he'll get dramatic with you about it. And you'll just sit there till you are literally yeah. in the floor screaming and crying. And, and all he does is just tell you, you're a failure. You've missed this. God ain't never going to give you another opportunity again. 
mm. and all this. And all you can do is just think of the past constantly. And what yeah. is he doing? He is keeping you from your future mm -hmm. because everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. And so if he says there's no joy waiting on you, there's literally joy waiting down the road. If he says there's no spouse for you, your spouse is literally waiting down the road. Come on. If he says that there's no dream, there's no second chance for you, it's literally waiting right down the road. And he's trying to keep you from that so that you never walk into it. You know, our God is a God not only of second chances, but a third, a fourth, a Come fifth. On. Of six. Right. He's he's a merciful, absolute good God, and he will give you opportunity after opportunity to do something great for him. And he knows where you messed up. You don't gotta tell him. You don't gotta say, you know, God, I think I missed it on January twenty fifth. <laughs> and I just need you to know. Yeah. <laughs> and I just need you to know. He's like, I was literally there when it happened. Yeah. Like I I know what you did. No matter how bad it is, he's like, I know what you did. That's and so I don't, if you'll, if you'll forget it, I'll forget it. Mm. And so he's constantly trying to get us to move forward. And mm -hmm. the enemy's trying to pull us back constantly, mm -hmm. constantly. So it's, it's these things. And maybe it's a situation like mine where you're never going to get closure. You're mm. never going to, you're never going to get that back. I don't right. know if you can hear this. It's raining. Oh, I can crazy. hear it. Oh, I can definitely it's hear it. It's raining cats and dogs here. <laughs> but see, the Lord's doing a new thing. He said That's he's right. going to make rivers in the wilderness. Come on. Come on. But, yeah. you know, maybe it's a situation where you can't get that closure. Yeah. And, and you can't see that person again. Yeah. God will supernaturally intervene in your yeah. life. And I also feel like there's people who are watching where it's maybe slightly different. I have a quick story to tell that's kind of the, yeah. the sort of the opposite of Krista's, um, uh, but involved in a relationship as well. But some of you guys are, are holding yourselves prisoner because you can't forgive what happened to you in the past to where you're just like, no, this is mine. This, if I can hold this against so-and-so, then I will be vindicated. Then I'll feel better. But the thing right. about that, is you're holding yourself prisoner that they're not that's suffering. Right. They've moved on. And, and, yeah. and maybe that's too painful for some of you guys to accept. I'll tell you a quick story. Back when I was in missions, there was a girl that was on a trip with me and I, uh, I, I liked her. I, you know, we were around each other and, and I just, I started to like her. And I remember I was, I was, I was laying in bed at night one night and I was praying to the Lord and I heard him very clearly say, do not pursue that relationship. And I was angry. I was like, God, <laughs> what do you know? I need to do it. Okay, yeah. fine. But I need to at least tell her how I feel. And that's right. not what the Lord told me. He said, right. go the other direction. Yeah. And I didn't. And I just felt him go, okay, fine. Go tell her. And I did. And that started uh, a really weird season of my life where it was like this hot and cold, like where she said she kind of felt the same way. And then it would just this teeter back and forth because she was in a different place and I was in a different place. Like we were just honestly, if I could go back and just tell the, tell my young self, say, Hey dude, like yeah. just listen to God, like really yeah. trust me. Yeah. Um, because God okay. was actually, 
yeah, and God was preparing me for my yeah. my wife. And and exactly. basically what had happened is a year of of heartbreak, of of hot and cold and and trying to make it work. It was like I kept trying to bend over backwards to try and get this and I, I there's a lot of things I did wrong. So I'm not painting her as a bad guy. There's a lot I did wrong in my immaturity and I ended up with a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. And I was holding her prisoner. If she could just, if she would just say, I'm sorry, then I could move on. If she would just do this, then I would move on. And I remember I was in India at this point, sitting in a rickshaw by myself. And I felt, I felt though I was just talking to the Lord about it. Cause I actually had to lead a mission trip with her and it was kind of tough. Uh, and, um, and I remember I was just, I was saying that to the Lord. I was like, if I could just, she would just say, I'm sorry, then I could move on. And I remember clear as day I heard the Lord say you need to forgive her as if she's already said I'm sorry because she's moved on like what you're hearing help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible to get behind this ministry visit ElijahFire.com slash donate now back to the show and I was just like oh I mean that was hard that that hurt but a couple of months later I'd come back um and I met my wife and, and I, I realized that was the final piece for me, uh, of moving on, but it was this last yeah. thing I was holding on to Cause I ultimately, it was like, my flesh didn't want to let go. Um, and right. so for some of you, like the forgiveness is a powerful thing. Um, it is. and some of these people that have done wrong to you are different people. Now they've moved yeah. on. God may have gotten a hold of them and completely transformed them. And it's yeah. time to just release those people. So exactly, and yeah. that's and that's like like what I was talking about too. And you even said it. You're like, if I could just go back, mm-hmm. if I could just tell myself this. Yeah, you know, we we all have those moments. We're like, if I could just do this. You know, I was yeah. saying that the other day. I was like, if I could tell my, you know, my middle niece was having some, some issues and, and I related to the issue she was having. And so I, I told uh, my sister, I was like, I'm telling her this now. I said, because that's what I would tell myself. If I could go back and I could tell myself at that age, this is what I would tell myself, but Mm -hmm. we have to come to the harsh reality in our own life. We can't go back and we right? can't, you know, we can't tell ourselves this, you know, yeah, all the stupid situations we got ourselves in, all the, the mistakes that, that we made and all this is just like you said, you know, the Lord told you to do something and you totally like didn't do it. Oh, like I you, legit didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. You just totally went the opposite way. All the mess that we've gotten ourselves in from our past is from us not doing what God has told us to do. <laughs> right. So it, it's not yeah. God's fault. God yeah. didn't do this. You know, even mm-hmm. in Psalms 23, you know, we, we see the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He does this. He does this. Mm-hmm. He does this. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, mm-hmm. I will fear no evil. It's the only time in that whole psalm that David said, I put myself in this situation. Mm -hmm. God leads me beside still waters. God restores my soul. God leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk Mm -hmm. through the valley of the shadow of death. We put ourselves in these situations. So in the past, if it's a past failure, if it's a past mistake that haunts you over and over and the enemy uses it to beat you up, 
you know, don't get mad at God because God was there all along saying, Hey, you need to do that. Don't pursue that. Yeah. Don't trust pursue me. That. Yeah. And just trust me. Do not do that. Yeah. You don't want to open that can of worms. Mm. Don't, don't do that. And we're mm -hmm. sitting here. Yeah. But God, if I could just tell her how I feel, God, if I could just tell him how I feel, you know, mm -hmm. and we we're like, and I know Jeff, I'm using your story, but it's, hey, it's it. true. Like yeah. we, we get ourselves in these situations and then the enemy is like, why don't you blame God? Why yeah. didn't he let, why did he let you do this? And you're like, yeah. And then people get mad and it, God was literally standing there the whole time saying, I'm talking to you. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> do this. Yeah. yeah. This is a big mistake. And yeah. I, you know, and I held that guy accountable for so long because mm -hmm. he hurt me. Yeah. He did this. But then I started looking at my own life and I was like, but what if you'd have done this? You should have done this. And then I was mad at myself right. because of things that I should, I could have done differently. And it just haunted my life for, for so long. And it robbed me of so much that God had for me during mm -hmm. that time. And see, <clears throat> it's just like we were talking about earlier. Sometimes it's not always the bad memories. It's the good ones too, yep. you know, and a lot of times, and I'm no, I'm no brain surgeon, I'm no scientist, I'm no neurosurgeon or anything like this, yeah. but there are two diseases that we see in this world. One of them is Alzheimer's, one of them is dementia, mm -hmm. and I'm not belittling at all anybody that suffers with that, anybody whose family, it's a horrible, horrible, horrible disease mm -hmm. that is, attacks the mind. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, nine times out of 10, when you encounter somebody who is dealing with this, they think that you're somebody from their past. Mm. They'll say, they'll call you somebody from their past. See, I've, I've had, uh, I've, I've known a lot of people in my life who, who have, have dealt with that. Mm. And, and they'll bring, they'll constantly, they'll just start talking about some kind of memory. And you'll be like, it won't make any sense to you. And you'll be like, what? what? What are you talking about? And they'll be like, you know, you know this. And you'll say, N no, like, what? Mm. what What are you talking about? Like, what? Mm. that has nothing to do with anybody that's here. Mm. Nine times out of 10, it's a situation from their past. And a lot of times people, the enemy uses people getting so hung up in their past that they would rather live there than to live where they are now. Mm. And so what that does is see, we have to look at the, at the past as a dead body laying yeah. there because it's dead and gone. It's mm. over. It, it, you know, at the beginning of this program is now in the past. It's over. Right. we can, we can't go back and redo this. I mean, nope. we could, we could stop recording and go back, but we're not yeah. going to. But if it but was live, we if it was live, yeah. we definitely couldn't. Yeah. And but it's in the past, so you right. have to think about it as like a, a a dead body. And I know that sounds crude, and I know that sounds harsh, but too many times people are digging that up. Well, if you resurrect this, now I want you to think about this. If you if you grab that body, that dead body of the past, and you raise it up, well, now there's nothing in that that coffin anymore of the mm. past 
So who's got to go in it? Mm. It's either the past that you dug up or it's you. Mm. Something's got to go back in it. Which one is it going to be? I made a short film about this very topic. See, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You didn't. Yeah. You've got to, you got to make the choice. Either you're going to stand behind this dead body of the past mm. or you're going to put it back to rest and mm-hmm. let it lay there or mm. either you're going to put yourself there. And yeah. too many times we see people who have what we would call lost their mind. And that's what the enemy uses those diseases as is somebody losing their mind. He gains control of their soul. He gains control of their mind because the mind is a powerful, powerful, powerful thing. And he tries to gain control of it. And so he'll get them thinking of good memories, good times, better than where they are now. Good times. Go back there. Go back there. Live there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times, too, we will get together with a group of friends or something and we'll start talking about memories, whether it's like vacation, whether it's where you, you know, you were a kid. And you'll start talking about that. And that can be on the good side. There's nothing sure. wrong with talking about good memories. There's to nothing reminisce. wrong with all that. Yeah, yeah to reminisce. Yeah. But don't get hung up there. Right. You know, they say leave on a high note. When you get to the part where everybody's laughing hysterically over something that somebody did, probably should stop right there. Mm. Stop right there because at some point, sadness is going to creep in because that time is gone. Right. It's gone. Yeah, And you can't go back and you can't relive it. You can laugh all you want to about it, but there's some part of you eventually that's going to try and grasp for that again. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, why don't we plan another trip like that again? Why don't we do this again? Nine times out of 10, the trip is never going to go like it did the last right? time. Right, yeah. It's a time in the past that's mm-hmm. gone. But Cherish then you've got it, it on, and move on. It, exactly. Yeah. And then you've got it on the bad side where people sit around and, you know, maybe they've, they've got a, my friend likes to call it a sketchy past. Maybe, maybe you've got a sketchy past that you're not proud of and, but you've given your life to the Lord and now all that's gone. It's, it's, it's in the past. God don't remember it. You're, you don't, but you get around a group of friends and what we like to call, they start bringing up war stories. And they'll start talking about times of your past that you don't want to remember anymore. Mm, yeah. You don't need to know this anymore. You don't, you don't need to relive that anymore because at some point your soul is going to try and grasp for that again, either that, or you're going to beat yourself up for the person that you used to be. Mm-hmm. So if you get around people and they start, they start talking about this and reminiscing on things of, maybe the old you, the you that's dead and gone, the you that God don't remember anymore and neither should you, you need to just say, you know, I do remember that, but that's not who I am now. And with all due respect, I'd like us to talk about something else. Please shush. (laughs) Yeah. You don't got to be rude. You know, I mean, you shut up. Like, yeah. you know, you want to Depends on who you're talking to, I guess. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, if you're just with people you ain't seen in years, you know, and you just be like, yeah, that was the old me. And yeah. then you move on. Yeah. But you've got to make a decision at some point to move on or to live there. 
And so be very cautious when it comes to dragging up old memories and old, uh, whether good or bad, be cautious of it because at some point your soul's going to want to try and live there. And God has so much more for you ahead of you. Yes. That's why he constantly tells us, forget the former things, forget them. Sure, they may have been good, they may have been fun, but forget those things because I, I'm going to do a new thing. Mm. This vacation is going to be better this time. It ain't going to be like, don't compare it to the last one. It's going to be better. Yeah. This, this job is going to be better than the last one. Don't compare mm -hmm. it to the old one. This relationship that I have waiting on you is going to be so much better than the last one. So forget the last one and just trust me and come to me as I call you into your future and I call you into your destiny, don't, don't live back there. That's where the enemy lives. We don't, we don't want to live there. You know, I heard a minister say the reason why when you read the armor of God, there is no armor for your backside. Mm -hmm. There's only armor for the front mm -hmm. because you're not supposed to be walking backwards. That's right. You're supposed to be walking forward and mm -hmm. everything you're going to encounter is in front of you. So be, be cautious walking backwards instead of walking forward because you're just going to continue to drag it from behind into your present and it has no business in your future. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. And that's interesting. You said that about don't walk backwards because a couple of minutes ago, I was thinking about that. I, I got an image of people who are constantly looking to the past and like, oh, that was a good memory. Oh, that was a good memory. And these memories pass them by and they're constantly just looking at things in the past and going, oh. That was a good memory. Oh, I yeah, was back. Yeah, oh, that was, and yeah. it's just—it's like you're walking backwards through life, and, yeah. and I think it does take—you know—when you're in that place, it does take some courage, yeah, to turn around and face the future head on. Um, yeah, because like Krista said, God has so many amazing plans for all of us, and especially where we're at now. I think um, this word is very timely because God is really putting it on people's hearts to to grab a hold of the future that God is, is, is pouring yeah. out so much of his goodness right now. And especially yeah. for those maybe who are kind of wrapped up in the, 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 uh, the thorny bushes of the past two years. Yeah. Um, and really feel out of sorts. Like God really wants to, 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 uh, bring freedom to your life right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. So. Yeah. He, he does. And, and, you know, that, and I just wanted to, to add this one thing, you know, uh, some people now, is it good? Like right now? So what people will be saying, you know, remember, remember three years ago, remember life three years ago, mm -hmm. we didn't have to deal with some, can we just go back to three? Remember the way it was then remember the nineties, like we didn't have to deal with with this stuff. Yeah. Like, can can we go back to this? Can we? No, no, you can't. No, nope. you cannot go back to this any longer. That's not that's not life right now. That was life in the nineties. That was life up to three years ago. You know, yes, we need to be speaking about now. This is concerning the the nation and the time we're in. Yes, we need to be speaking about our founding fathers and mm -hmm. the things that they stood for yeah. and the things that, why? Because it's an equivalent parallel time to then. So we need to know, and a lot of schools out there don't have this in your history book anymore. Mm -hmm. So we need people with boldness to come out and say this. 
and and do and and get the knowledge of what's right and what's good back into this generation and back into to people who are living in this time now but quit sitting and crying and groveling and rolling on the floor because this isn't the way life used to be three years ago no no it's not it's not Mm. that way anymore and you either gonna grovel in the past or you're gonna stand up and face face what's head on and it's gonna be the people who faces what's what's happening right now and who takes these situations and mm-hmm. comes at them heads head on stands up speaks up for what's right for righteousness for what god is saying that's going to be the ones that move forward and mm-hmm. the people that are in the past constantly caught up with what what has happened in the past what life was like then you're, you're doing us no good <laughs> you're doing us no good because no. yes, we understand. I was there three years ago. I know what mm. life was like. I know what restaurants and stores and I could travel three years ago, like mm. out of the country. I mean, I, I get that. I remember, but you know what? If we don't stand up and we don't move towards the future, you're never going to see that again. That's right. Like you'll, you'll never see anything that will resemble that again. Yeah. So you you quit looking at the past and we've got to move forward. That's and right. so we we can put this into play in our nation nowadays and mm-hmm. what what we're standing up against, we need to put it into play in our families, in our relationships, and in our in our walk with the with the Lord, you know, there is nobody. You have not done anything that God will not forgive you for if you'll ask forgiveness for. It. Mm. There's nothing you've done bad enough that God God will not forgive you for it. He has forgiven people that you can't even imagine right. the yeah. things that they've done. Why? You can't think them up in your head. But God forgave them for it, and you'll probably see them in, in heaven. You know, I don't know who they are, but I know there's people out there. Yeah. You'll see them in heaven, the, peop- the vilest people that you thought. They'll, oh, they'll never be in heaven. They may greet mm-hmm. you at the door. Like, it, you know, you, you don't know. And there's nothing that you could do that God would not forgive you for. And so, I mean, we got to look at Paul. Yeah. Paul is our main concept of, of letting, he's our role model of letting the past go. Mm-hmm. There could not be another man ever talked about whose past haunted him as bad as as Paul's mm-hmm. but he completely he didn't he did not just become a new creation Paul got a whole new name he got a whole new identity right. and the only the only reason why we're sitting here and we love Paul now we listen to everything he has to say and all his wisdom and everything yeah. is yeah. because we know the end of the story yeah like we know the whole story can you imagine the people who lived back then how hard that was for them to forgive him and accept the fact that he was a new uh, creation in Christ Jesus, because some of those people, it may have been their family members mm-hmm. that he killed. The man yeah. killed Christians for a living. That's what mm-hmm. he did. He laughed when they stoned Stephen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just sat there and his face came before him when he was leaving this world. Mm-hmm. You can't imagine the the pain and everything that the enemy tried to attack his his soul with and and that dead body that he constantly tried to resurrect in his life mm-hmm. and 
But he said the shortest sinner's prayer that we ever have record of. He just said, Lord. And at that <laughs> moment, see, he confessed with his mouth that, that that was the Lord. And somewhere he had to believe in his heart mm -hmm. that God raised him from the dead. And yeah, he confessed great. with his mouth that Jesus was Lord. And he became a whole new creature. Mm, and Paul good. says, my favorite, one of my favorite things in the scripture. And so this is, unless the Lord has anything else, this is what I want to close with. Mm -hmm. Now, remember, we're forgetting the past. This is, this is the whole program. We're putting the past to rest. You're ever going to move forward. Mm. And Paul says this, we have to learn from him. I encourage you to go read, read about him, read about his life and, and see if you can't relate to that. You ain't done nothing nearly as bad. As, as Paul did. That's good. So he says this in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. He says, brethren, I count myself, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Mm. So Paul tells us right there, how do you defeat the past? How do you defeat these memories? How do you outrun them? You say, I forget the things of the past and I press toward the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And I look to the things that are ahead because where is God? He's not in your past. Mm. He's in your future. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Uh, I want you to lead people through letting some of this stuff go, letting the past die, let it, letting the past stay where it belongs um, and whatever else the Lord feels, you know, you feel led to, to pray for as well. Yeah. yeah. Lord, we thank you today, Father, for all of these wonderful people. Lord, I thank you for this channel. Lord, I thank you for for Jeff and the whole team, Father, that the, they've given people a platform, Lord, to speak. Lord, they're speaking the truth. They're speaking mm -hmm. your truth, Lord, and they're changing lives all across this world. So, Lord, I, I'm grateful for all, all of the staff. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here, Lord, and, and, and share what you've given me. Now, Lord, for those watching today, for those watching, first of all, I want to lead you in in the sinner's prayer, as we call it. There's no, you cannot t outrun your past without taking the first step. And that's becoming a new creation in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus, where the old things are passed away and all things have become new. And you just simply say, it is this simple. You just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you the Lord of my life. Take my life and do something with it. And my friends, if you said that today, then you've made Jesus the Lord of your life. Mm -hmm. He lives on the inside of you. Is it that simple? Yes, it's that mm -hmm. simple. It <laughs> is that simple. And yeah. from this day forward, now, whatever you've done in the past, God says, what past? Your new creation in Christ Jesus Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. 
Now, for those of you moving forward in your new walk with the Lord, for those of you that are believers, but the enemy tries to throw things up from your past at you, first of all, you need to say, no, I forget the things of old. Uh, God is doing a new thing in my life. He's doing a new thing. I'm pressing toward the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I look ahead. God, I, I thank you for my future. I thank you the, for the future that you placed before me. I thank you for my destiny that is placed before me. Lord, I ask you right now to guide me, to, to speak to me, Lord, to push me and, and walk me through where you want me to go, Lord, on this path to reach my destiny, to reach the fullness of my destiny, to reach the calling that you placed on my life. Right now, I make the decision to forget all the former things, to get to forget things of old. And I decree and declare that all things have become new in my life. Now, I encourage you from this day forward, believers, those of you watching, those of you listening, every time the enemy, now he will come at you. He will try to attack you with your past. He's called the accuser of the brethren, but he lives in your past. And the only ammunition that he has against you is in your past. Mm -hmm. And guess right. what? If you are a new creation in Christ Jesus, then those things don't exist. That is the good news. They don't exist mm -hmm. anymore. And when he tries to bring them before you and bring them before God and say, but this person did this, but this this person did this. Jesus says, where? What? When did they do this? Because all I see is my blood that is placed on their name that washes them white as snow. Mm -hmm. All I see is my name next to it because I died for this. I died for that sin. I paid the price for this. And that sin, because they made me the Lord of their life, it has no place. It's not even in the record books beside their name. My friends, you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And so I want you to raise your hands up today, wherever you're watching. And you just say, I decree and declare that I am free and I am walking towards my destiny from this day forward. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. So wow. Be, you're free. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's so good. Praise God. Thank you so much. It's always a delight to have you on this show. Oh, thank you. We love you around me. here. It's great. Oh, I love you guys. Yeah. Every one of you. Thank so you. How, yeah. So how can people follow you on the socials? So uh, we're still working on that YouTube channel. So Stay tuned, we'll, everybody. We'll, we'll get there. Stay yeah. tuned. But for right yeah. now, you can find me on Instagram at Krista J. Bullock. But uh, on Facebook, it's the same thing. And also, you can catch me on the 11th hour on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time on the Robin D. Bullock YouTube channel. I'm the drummer. And uh, also, you can catch me at Church International on Sunday morning at 1045 a.m. Central Time on the Church International Facebook. And also check the Robin D. Bullock itinerary to see where we're going to be, see if we're going to be in your area and uh, come up and say hello. And also another place you can find me 
is occasionally from time to time right here on Elijah Fire. And That's so right. To this channel and make sure that we get these uh, subscribers up because I'm telling you, this is this is a godsend and mm. it will change your life. So mm. be sure and subscribe to this one also. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. That's very kind. Um, I really quick, I, uh, the Lord won't let, me, let, won't let us go while Krista was praying. I feel like there's somebody watching. Her name is Shelly. Your name is Shelly. You're about 40, late 40s, early 50s, uh, kind of light red hair. Like God is, God is doing a new thing in your life. And Hallelujah. I know that you're feeling right now, like a little bit hopeless. And so the Lord wants you to know that, um, that he's doing a new thing in your life, that, that yeah. that those that that really if you have to rewatch this episode i i would encourage you to do that but really just Amen. take some time today to set aside to seek the lord be 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 quiet in his presence god is doing a new thing in your life so get excited Praise there's god. also somebody else who um you your arm went through a, a window and so you've got this cut right here um lord's healing that right now so we just release healing over that Hallelujah. in jesus yes. name be healed jesus name. skin closed back together new skin yes. right now in the name Thank of you, jesus lord. so that's what i got hallelujah yeah and i'm in agreement with that praise yeah. god um, amen yeah yeah so and also everybody um show krista some love go follow her on instagram she's awesome she's always posting fun fun pictures of her adventures with her, <laughs> her parents and her own adventures so yeah uh, more yeah. to come that's right that's yeah. right so everybody that's our show have a blessed day bye-bye this has been elijah fire thanks for listening for more episodes like this you can check out the elijah fire podcast on elijahfire.com on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts you can watch us live every monday wednesday and friday at 2 p.m pacific time on youtube twitch and facebook Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.